Welcome, listeners, to the monthly show about the scary, the spooky, and the supernatural. You ready for the latest 13 Pod Horror? Greetings, Finnish friends, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of 13 Pods of Horror. This month's theme is closely associated with the gift-giving season we are currently experiencing. We propose a question for you. Monopoly, since its original release, has always topped the sales charts. However, it was once dethroned in 1967 when Parker Brothers purchased the rights to this mysterious game. We suppose if you've read this show's title, then you know that it is in its premiere release and that for this Christmas season, our subject will be the exploration of the Ouija board. To begin, we shall briefly explore where the idea of the Ouija board sprang from, the seance. Seance is an attempt to communicate with spirits. The word seance comes from the French word for session. In English, however, the word came to be used specifically for a meeting of people who are gathered to receive messages from ghosts or to listen to a spirit medium disclose with or rely messages from spirits. In modern English usage, participants need not be seated or engaged in a seance. The term seance is used in a few different ways and can refer to different activities, each with its own social norms and conventions, its own specific tools, and its own range of expected outcomes. In the religion of spiritualism and the religion of divine metaphysics, it is generally a part of service to communicate with the personalities in the spirit world. Usually, this is only called seance by outsiders. The preferred term for spiritualists is receiving messages. In these sessions, which generally take place in well-lit spiritualist churches or outdoors at spiritualist camps, an ordained minister or gifted contact medium will relay messages from spirit personalities to those here in the physical form. Generally, spiritualist message services, or demonstrations of the continuity of life, are open to the public. Sometimes the medium stands to receive messages. In some churches, the messages service is preceded by a healing service involving some form of faith healing. In addition, communicating with the spirits of the people who have a personal relationship to congregants. Some spiritual churches also deal with spirits who may have a specific relationship to the medium or a historic relationship to the body of the church. Medians who claim to contact spirits of the dead or other spirits while on a stage with an audience member seated before them are not literally holding a seance because they themselves are not seated. However, this is still called a seance. One of the foremost earliest participators of this type of contact with the dead was Michelle Beverly Randolph, who worked with the spirits of the relatives of audience members, but was also famed for his ability to contact and deliver messages from ancient seers of and philosophers such as Pluto. Leader-assisted seances are generally conducted by small groups of people, with participants seated around a table 
in a dark or semi-dark room. The leader is typically asserted to be a medium, or he and sh or she may go into a trance that theoretically allows the spirits to communicate through his or her body, conveying messages to the other participants. Other modes of communication may be also attempted, including psychography or automatic writing, numbered wraps, levitation of the table, or of spirit trumpets. It was thought spirits of the dead resided within the realms of dark and shadow, making the absence of light unnecessary to invoke them. Skeptics are unwilling to accept this required condition, saying you would not buy an automobile if it was only presented in the dark. This is the type of science that is most often the subject of shock and scandal when it turns out that the leader is participating in some sort of stage magic illusion or using tricks to defraud clients. Throughout the history of seances, several tools and techniques were and are brought to practice, a few of which include mediumship, which involves the act where the participant attempts to receive messages from spirits of the dead and from other spirits that the practitioners believes exists. Some self-oriented mediums are fully conscious and awake while functioning as contacts. Others may slip into a partial or a full trance or into an altered state of consciousness. These so-called trance mediums often state that when they emerge from the trance state, they have no recollection of the messages they conveyed. It is customary for such practitioners to work with an associate who writes down or otherwise records the words. During the later half of the 19th century, a number of spiritualist mediums began to associate the use of specialized tools for conducting seances, particularly in leader-assisted sessions conducted in darkened rooms. Spirit trumpets were horn-shaped speaking tubes that were said to magnify the whispered voices of spirits to audible range. Spirit slates, considered of two chalkboards bound together that were open when they were reveal a message by the spirits. Seance tablets were special lightweight tables which were said to rotate, float, or levitate with spirit when spirits were present. Spirit cabinets were portable closets into which mediums were placed, often bound with ropes, in order to prevent them from manipulating the various affirmation tools. That now brings us to what would be considered the most recognizable of the seance tools, and that is the Ouija, also known as a spirit board, talking board, or witch board, which generally is a flat boarded marked with the letters of the Latin alphabet, the numbers zero to nine, the words yes or no, and occasionally hello and goodbye, along with various symbols and graphics. It uses a planchette, a small heart-shaped piece of wood or plastic, as a movable indicator that spells out messages during the seance. Participants place their fingers on the planchette, and it is moved about the board to spell out words. The name Ouija is currently a trademark of Hasbro, 
but is often used genetically to refer to any talking board. Spiritualists in the United States believe that the dead were able to contact the living and reportedly used a talking board very similar to the modern Ouija board at their campus in the U.S. state of Ohio in 1886 to enable faster communications with spirits. Following its commercial patent by businessman Elijah Bond on the 1st of July, 1890, the Ouija board was regarded as an innocent parlor game unrelated to the occult until American spiritualist and professional chess master Pearl Kern popularized its use in a, as a divining tool during World War I. Paranormal and supernatural beliefs associated with Ouija have been criticized by the scientific communities and are characterized as pseudoscience. The action of the board can be most easily explained by unconscious movements of those controlling the pointer. A physiological phenomenon known as the endomotor effect. Mainstream Christian denominations, including Catholicism, have warned against the use of Ouija boards, considering their use satanic practice, while other religion groups hold that they can lead to demonic possession. Cultists, on the other hand, are divided on the issue, with some claiming it could be a tool for positive transformation, while others reiterate the warnings of many Christians and caution inexperienced users against it. The popular belief that the Ouija comes from the French and German words for yes is a misconception. In fact, the name was given from a word spelled out on the board when the medium, Helen Peters Norsworthy, asked the board to name itself. When asked what the word meant, it responded, good luck. One of the first mentions of automatic writing methods used in a Ouija board is found in China around 1100 AD in historical documents of the Song Dynasty. The method was known as Fuji, planchette writing. The use of the planchette rites as a means of necromancy and communion with the spirit world continued, and albeit under special rituals and supervisions, was a central practice of the Kuaizen school until it was forbidden by the Qing Dynasty. As part of the spiritualist movement, mediums began to employ various means for communication with the dead. Following the American Civil War in the United States, mediums did significant business in allegedly allowed survivors to contact lost relatives. Use of talking boards was so common by 1886 that news reported the phenomenon taken over the spiritualist camps in Ohio. Charles Kennard, the founder of Kennard Novelty Company, claims to have invented the board with his business partner, Elisha Bond, who patented it with the help of his sister-in-law, spiritualist and medium, Helen Peters Norsworthy. The local patent office at first refused the patent. Bond and Norsworthy then traveled to Washington, D.C., where they were also denied a patent until the chief patent officer asked the board to spell out his name, which it did. In 1901, an employee of Bond, William Fould, took over the talking board production under the name Ouija. Various studies have been conducted recreating the effects of the Ouija board and the lab 
and showing that, under laboratory conditions, the subjects were moving the planchette involuntarily. A 2012 study found that when answering yes or no questions, Ouija use was significantly more accurate than guesswork, suggesting that it might draw from the unconscious mind. Skeptics have described Ouija board users as operators. Some critics have noted that the messages spelled out by spirits were similar to whatever was going on in the minds of the subjects. During the experiments, they discovered the planchette was discovered by unconscious muscular exertion, like those responsible for table movement. Nonetheless, in both cases, the illusion is that the object is moving along under its own control, and often extremely powerful and significant to convince many people that the spirits are truly at work. The unconscious muscle movement responsible for the moving tables and Ouija board phenomenon seem at seances are examples of a class of phenomenon due to what psychologists call a dissociative state. A dissociative state is one in which unconsciousness is somehow divided or cut off from some aspect of the individual's normal motor or sensory functions. Ouija boards were already criticized by scholars early on being described in a 1927 journal as vestial remains of a primitive belief system and a con to part fools from their money. Another 1921 journal described reports of Ouija board findings as half-truths and suggested that their inclusion in the national newspaper at the time lowered the national discourse overall. Since early in the Ouija board's history, it has been criticized by several Christian denominations. In 2001, Ouija boards were burned in Alamogordo, New Mexico by fundamentalist groups such as Symbols of Witchcraft. Religious criticism has expressed beliefs that the Ouija boards revealed information which should only be in God's hands, and thus is a tool of Satan. The spokesperson for Human Life International describes the boards as a portable talk to spirits and call for Hasbro to prohibit them from making them. These religious objections to the use of the Ouija board have given rise to a type of folklore in the communities where they circulate. Cautionary tales that the board opens a door to evil spirits turns the game into a subject of supernatural dare, especially for young people. Ouija boards have been the source of inspiration for literal works, used as guidance in writing or as a form of channeling literary works. As a result of Ouija boards becoming popular in the early 20th century, by the 1920s, many psychic books were written of varying quality, often initiated by Ouija board use. Emily Grant Hutchings claimed that her novel Jap Heroin, a novel written from a Ouija board in 1917, was dictated by Mark Twain's spirit through the use of a Ouija board after his death. Her Lenore Kern alleged that for over 20 years she was in contact with a spirit named Patience Worth. This symbolic relationship produced several novels, the works of poetry and prose, which Pearl Kern claimed were delivered to her through channeling Worth's spirit during sessions with a Ouija board, in which works Kern then transcribed. 
Much of William Butler Yeats' later poetry was inspired, among other facets of occultism, by the Ouija board. In late 1963, Jane Roberts and her husband Robert Butts started experimenting with the Ouija board as part of Roberts' search for a book of extrasensory perception. According to the Roberts and Butts, on the 2nd of December 1963, they began to receive coherent messages from a male personality who eventually identified himself as Seth, circulating in the series of books dictated by Seth. In 1982, poet James Merle released an apocalyptic 560-page epic poem titled The Changing Light at Sandover, which documented two decades of messages dictated from the Ouija board during sessions hosted by Merrill and his partner David Noyce Jackson. Sandover, which received the National Books Credit Circle Award in 1983, was published in three volumes beginning in 1976. The first contained a poem for each of the letters A through Z, and then was called The Book of Ephraim. It appeared in the collective Divine Comedies, which won the Pulitzer Prize for Poetry in 1977. According to Merrill, the spirits ordered him to write and publish the next two installments, Maribel, Books of the Numbers in 1978, and Scripts of the Pageant in 1980. Alistair Crowley had great admiration for the use of the Ouija board, and it played a passing role in his magical workings. Jane Wolfe, who lived with Crowley at Abbey of Thelema, also used the Ouija board. She credits some of her greatest spiritual communications to use with this implement. Crowley also discussed the Ouija board with others of his students. Crowley has stated of the Ouija board that there is, however, a good way of using the instrument to get what you want, and that is to perform the whole operation in a concentrated circle so that undesirable aliens cannot interfere with it. You should then employ a proper magical invocation in order to get into your circle just this one spirit that you want. It is easy to do this. A few simple instructions are all that is necessary, and I shall be pleased to give these free of charge to anyone who cares to apply. Dick Brooks of the Houdini Museum in Scranton, Pennsylvania uses a Ouija board as part of a paranormal and seance presentation. Bill Wilson, the co-founder of Alcoholics Anonymous, used the Ouija board and conducted seances to attempt to contact the dead. Early press release stated that Vincent Funnier's stage and band name Alice Cooper was agreed upon after a session with the Ouija board, during which it was revealed that Funnier was the reincarnation of a 17th century witch that has that name. Former Italian Prime Minister Romano Prodri claimed under oath that in a seance held in 1978 that other professors at the University of Bologna, the ghost of Gio La Pria, used a Ouija to spell the name out of the street where Aldo Moro was being held by the Red Brigades. In the murder trial of Joseph Tucker, his mother insisted that he had carried out his murders while possessed by the devil, who found him when he was using a Ouija board. 
In London in 1994, convicted murderer Stephen Young was granted a retrial after it was learned that four of the jurors had contacted a Ouija board seance and had contacted the murdered man who had the name Young as a killer. Young was convicted for a second time at his retrial and jail for life. Ouija boards have also featured prominently in horror tales in various media and, and as devices enabling malevolent spirits to spook the others. The 1960s supernatural horror film 13 Ghosts, the family Zorba plays the game Ouija, the mystifying oracle. Episodes of Lost in Space and the Waltons have spirit boards as part of their plot. The Ouija board is an early part of the plot in the 1973 horror film The Exorcist. Using a Ouija board, the young girl Regan makes a her what first appears to be a harmless contact with an entity named Captain Howdy, who later becomes possessed by a demon. Based on Ouija board, the song and album of the name Oja Awake by Osipsa was released in 1976. The 1986 film Witchboard and its sequels centered around the use of Ouija. The 1991 film And You Thought Your Parents Were Weird features the use of the Ouija board in an important early scene. What Lies Beneath includes a seance scene with a board. Paranormal activity involves a violent entity haunting a couple that becomes more powerful when the Ouija board is used. The Strangers is a 2004 Indian Malayan language horror film that centers around a Ouija board and supernaturalism. Another 2007 film, Ouija, depicted a group of adolescents whose use of the board causes a murderous spirit to follow them. In 2011, the Ouija experiments portray a group of friends whose use of the boards opens and fails to close a portal between the world of the living and the dead. The 2012 film, I Am Zozo, follows a group of people that run afoul of a demon, based on Azuzu after using a Ouija board. The 2014 film, Ouija, features a group of friends whose use of the board prompts a series of deaths. A 2016 sequel, Ouija Origin of Evil, also features the device. The British singer Morrissey, released a controversial single titled Ouija Board, Ouija Board in 1989. The lyrics and the video of the song mockingly play with the idea of supernaturally contacting dead persons. Jeremy Gann's nonfiction book, The Ouija Board Jurors, Mystery, Mischief, and Misery in the Jury System, based on the article he wrote for the University of Melbourne, recounts the incidents in which four jurors sought the help of a Ouija board during a double murder trial, both for guidance and to relieve the stress by the brutal imagery of the evidence. National Geographic show Brain Games Season 5, Episode Paranormal, clearly shows the board did not work when all participants were blindfolded. We suppose that on that note, we should wrap up this topic, which brings us to the end of this particular episode. But don't you fret. Every month has a 13th, and we will be there next time with more horror topics for you to sink your teeth in. So until next time, just remember that it's not polite to lock your cat out of your room at night. 
So when you hear that scratching at the door, open it and let them in. Especially if you don't have a cat. You've just been listening to 13 Pods of Horror, a Planet Geek production. Please be sure to like, subscribe, share, and review. You can follow us on our social media platforms through Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. Search for Planet Geek Productions. X, former Twitter, and Instagram. Search for Planet Geek Pod. Or you can send us an email at planetgeekpod at gmail.com. A big ouch. Shout out to the provider of the theme song and background music of this show, the Hamilton, Ontario-based Night Chill. For more information, check out their Instagram at underscore Night Chill, or check out the tree link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in, and until next month's 13th, be sure to stay alert, and hurry back.